Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. And I was out in Valencia taking a walk in the evening and just like frantically looking through Spotify, <laughs> checking photography podcasts, <laughs> something to hold on to, you know, like I, I found a variety of them. And then I listened to yours and I thought, well, this is it. I have to find out more about this. And I think the same evening I, I scheduled my call with you. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, I am talking with a past greenhouse student. Sidonia is in Costa Rica and traveling all over the world with her beautiful photography travel business. You may have heard that the applications to the greenhouse are open, but if you don't know what that is or you're not really sure if it's for you, today's episode, we're going to see what her experience was, where she is now, and she is going to share a bunch of different thoughts that she has about what really helped her and how much value she got from the program. So if you're thinking about diving in and having something one-on-one -on -one and having someone really customize, this is definitely the episode for you. Before that, here are a few words from the folks that support this show. You've heard me talk about PickTime before, but don't skip past this. This is big news from PickTime. It's a game changer. I am so excited about this. This is going to change my business for sure. PickTime is now offering blogs. Yeah, blogs. What does that mean? You can go directly to your gallery. So let's say you have a beautiful mini session gallery that you've already shared with your clients that's already connected to your awesome store where they can buy stuff. And you can just, with like the click of two buttons, make all of those photos in that gallery into a beautiful blog post. Not only that, you can get a link to that blog post, which takes people to pick time, or this is my favorite part, you can get an embed code. You can literally create this in seconds and embed it on your own website so that you can get the SEO traffic if you want to. But if you wanted to just make a quick blog post for, say, a wedding client to look through or a really easy way to tell a story, there's so many cool features with this. It is the newest product from PickTime, and it is going to change the game. You don't need to upload images twice. This is optimized for SEO. There's tons of customizable color palettes, font collections, photo grids and multiple layouts. So if you want your blog to look a certain way, you can do that. There's slideshows. You can allow videos or GIFs, all that stuff. You can embed directly into the blog post. It's amazing. 
This feature is coming soon in February. As of this recording, which is February 2nd, it should be well on its way. If you are not a paid member of PickTime and you would like to take part in this when all of this launches in the next few days, go to PickTime and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, that's PHOTOBIZHELP, to get one month free. So this is like the best thing ever. You can try it for a month, keep paying if you want to, and that's it. It's a great deal. I swear this is going to change everything and it's going to save people so much time. So head over to PickTime and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP for one month free and enjoy this new blog feature. What if someone with more experience than you in photography could look at your photo business, could tell you what's working and what really needs some more attention, and could give you the tools and a plan to take your business to the next level? That is a real thing. This is what we do in the greenhouse. The greenhouse is an intensive one-on-one mentorship for lifestyle photographers who want to grow their business. This is one-on-one with me over Zoom, eight weeks and eight weeks of carefully constructed content that is built just for you and your business. You can check out the feedback from other folks who have gone through this program over at photobusinesshelp.com forward slash the greenhouse, and you can apply. Applications are now open for the next couple of weeks at photobusinesshelp.com forward slash the greenhouse. So if you're looking to finally really invest in your business, Get serious about taking your business to the next level, fixing the things that need a little bit of attention, and doing it with my one-on-one help the whole way. This program is definitely for you. This program is for the folks that are serious about getting stuff done in their business. So head over to photobusinesshelp.com forward slash the greenhouse, and hopefully I will see you there. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid, So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. It's funny, too, because we were just talking about my dog and the tarot card stuff I'm doing. And every time I don't hit record, I think I should have hit record before that. But... For those listening, you know, you probably have already heard that my little dog Isla passed a couple weeks ago. And um, we were also talking about visual art, this tarot project I'm doing. It made me think before we kind of get into this interview, just how important it is to have creative outlets, you know, to just have something that you love doing. Absolutely. (laughs) So Sidonia, hi. Hi. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. 
Yeah. What what kind of creative stuff do you turn to when you feel like you have to make or create something? What have you been up to lately? Well, it used to be photography before <laughs> before I, I made that into a, a livelihood. And I'm I'm very happy about that. But now I feel that whenever I need a break, I paint. And oh, I, cool. Yeah. I really like it because I paint with watercolor and it takes me right back to my childhood, you know, and like I used to paint in school and there's no rules, you know, just like letting the colors lead me to create whatever I see or whatever I imagine. So that that really helps me unwind and relax my mind. Oh, that's really cool. It's interesting that you say there's no rules because I think rules, for example, in photography can be helpful, you know, rule of thirds or whatever. But I think when you're constantly thinking of rules, it can almost hinder creativity. Yeah, definitely. And also just building a business, I have to be really conscious about steps that I'm taking and consistent about things. So it's nice to, to have a space where I can just let it flow, you know, whenever I want to do it, but also whatever I want to do in it. So that's a great outlet for me. Yeah. Well, and I'm with you on the photography thing. When when it's your livelihood and your business, it doesn't always end up being the thing that you turn to to be creative. Although I found if I do something photo related that's totally different than what I'm doing in my business, it makes a big difference. You know, so if I do some wild Photoshop composite, which I've shared on Instagram before, you know, like kids in like unicorn gardens and stuff. But I mean, (laughs) that kind of stuff is a version of photography that that I can still use. But it definitely changes, especially if you're busy because you're just doing it all the time. And so it doesn't feel like the same outlet, I think, that it, it used to. Absolutely. I agree. Where are you in the world right now? (laughs) <laughs> I'm in Costa Rica right now. Oh, no, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should let folks know. So we'll back up a little bit. We connected last year, the last time that I opened the greenhouse applications and everything, and you applied, and we worked together in the greenhouse for eight weeks. That was last fall. Yeah. And you were home then for most of it, I think? Yeah, when we started, I was in Spain, but then I was um, in Transylvania for most, yeah, most of the duration of the tra- the That's right. coaching. Yeah, yeah. One of the coolest things about you know podcasting and the internet, I guess, is just being able to work with people all over. I mean, I was so excited when we connected because I was like, oh my gosh, we're in totally different continents, yeah. you know, totally different lives and things we're doing and it still was um, possible, which I think was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. So you found out about the greenhouse just, I think from the podcast you said. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And so maybe if details are a little fuzzy, that's fine. But can you describe where you were at in your photo journey kind of when you found that and, and kind of what's happened since just in kind of a broad term and we can dig into some stuff if you Sure. I I actually remember very specifically the moment I found you. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can weave that into it. But it all started at the beginning of last year when I went on the Camino, Camino de Santiago, and I was looking for clarity. 
and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was thinking of maybe changing pro- professions, but coming back, I had this really strong feeling that I do want to give photography a good shot. Like before that, I was mostly in the gig economy and I, it was a lot of wishful thinking, but I didn't have direction and also an idea of how to build a business out of photography. So I was doing courses throughout the summer, just here and there, little short things. And then one evening I was, I was really frustrated. Like I, I felt that nothing really was happening that was taking me closer to my goals. And I was out in Valencia taking a walk in the evening and just like frantically looking through Spotify, <laughs> checking photography podcasts, <laughs> something to, to hold on to, you know, like I, I found a variety of them and then I listened to yours and I thought, well, this is it. I have to find out more about this. And I think the same evening I, I scheduled my call with you. And then it was all just smooth sailing, you know. Yeah. And it was exactly what I needed in that moment. That's very cool. I love, I want to backtrack a little to that search for clarity, which, you know, I talk about that all the time, but it really is the sort of antidote to procrastination and just feeling kind of aimless, you know, as soon as you have like a goal or an aim. But what I love about your story, and I remember talking about this with you, is you, you were really listening to yourself and you you were saying like I just could feel that I wanted to give photography another shot in other words you didn't know how you were like the how has not been revealed to me yet but like the (laughs) the actual the knowing like I don't want to give this up yet was really powerful for you and it was a big foundation in our work because you just had that knowing and it's something for folks not familiar with the program, but I open and close it, I sort of bookend it with tarot readings. And I think a big reason I do that is because, you know, I have a very like pragmatic, not a super woo-woo approach to it, but it's just sort of a reflective approach. And it helps. My aim is that I hope it helps people get more in touch with their intuition and their inner knowing. And I think that that was really helpful for you because you just, you just knew you were like, I need clarity, definitely, but I don't, exactly know how this is going to happen. And I I try to tell people all the time, you can release the how to a certain degree, because just knowing that what can be hugely powerful. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that was the main, like throughout the program, that was something that really helped me along. You know, I'm also uh, a spiritual person. And as I, as you said, I, I listened to my feelings, my intuition. So I wanted something that could also be part of my life, you know, and I was just looking back over the the syllabus for the course. And I realized that there were so many things that we did together for the business that I still implement in my personal life as well. Mm. So it was just hugely valuable in that sense. And that's how it became part of my life, like business, because I never really viewed myself as a business person. But through this, I managed to kind of cross that bridge and look at it like, ah, well, business can be an integral thing. Like I can do business with intuition. I can do business with values. You know, that that was amazing. 
Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Can you expand a little on that? Like what, what specific pieces stood out to you that, that were kind of easy to integrate and in, as you're saying into your life? Definitely. I mean, I think one of the, the best exercises was um, the coin toss, the coin flip. Mm. I really love that because I used to have problems listening to my intuition. Like I had the feeling, I had the intuition, but there was always a, a little voice that said, ah, should I listen to it? Should I not listen to it? And with this exercise, uh, I don't know how specific I should be about it. You can describe it if you want, or I can jump in, whatever. It's up to you. Yeah, maybe you can explain it and then I'll tell how, how I used it in my life. Well, one of the ways I describe, especially to folks that have no previous interaction with tarot, because it has a very poor reputation, I, I always describe the coin flip analogy that not just the tarot cards, but everything we kind of work on in the in the program as far as connecting to your intuition is like a coin flip. Imagine if you're like, should I do photography or should I not? And not doing it is tails and you flip a coin and it's heads. And somewhere in that like split second space of of a coin flip, your body immediately reacts with either like a yes or like a ugh. And it's it's so quick, but it's so always bang on. It's always exactly like the thing. And I think I encourage people to listen to that because it's it's such a tiny voice if you're not used to doing it, but it does get louder, I think, the more that you do it. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I wanted to say as well, that yeah. this this kind of helped me say, okay, now I'm just going to make this a, an, a, into an experiment. Like whenever I, I hear that little voice, I'm going to listen to it. And it did become stronger. Like it's now I, I have situations which in the past would have made me question what should I do and go back and forth. And now I just have a strong feeling either going either way. And when I decide against the feeling, it just gets stronger and louder. <laughs> so now, now it's, it's absolutely something that I use every day, probably, but I, I don't even realize a lot of the times unless it's something big and important, Yeah, which is great. I love you're like, when I go against the feeling, it just gets stronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's so true. Habits, you know. <laughs> yeah, we think we can outsmart it all the time. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just it just never goes away if you're not listening to it. That's the interesting thing. Yeah. I'm sure everyone listening has something in their life where in their gut they know that they should be doing whatever it is, X, Y, Z. But like they're just somehow talking themselves out of it, whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever, or into it. And that voice is, can be really helpful. And I like, I just really like that you brought it back into business because especially when you're the person running your business. So you're, you kind of are your business in a lot of ways and it becomes a big part of your life. So being able to make decisions in that space in the same way that you make decisions throughout your day to day stuff really helps. You know, it really helps you just become a stronger, more aligned business owner. Definitely. Definitely. And it kind of brings me to, to another point that I, I really like and I still use both in my business and my personal life, which was, well, you remember I, I had um, a bit of trouble niching down mm. and I couldn't really put my finger on what I was doing. And it's interesting because it's a process. I think it's still ongoing, but it's becoming more and more specific. But one thing 
that you mentioned, and it was also in the curriculum, that um, it's, yes, it's okay to turn people off by being yourself. Mm. And it's a good thing. And that really helped me because I think before one of the, the things that I believe that I should be able to cater to everyone. And that's what would make me a good photographer. And, and also in life, you know, in a lot of the situations, I would be like, well, you know, I, I want to be liked by everyone. I didn't do anything wrong. So why should everyone not like me? But now I feel that I can just be myself, you know, mm -hmm. and if they don't like me because I'm myself, well, that's great because it shows that I, I have a personality. <laughs> like I, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it goes both ways, you know, maybe I don't like everyone either, but this was very empowering to me specifically, both, both in the business side, but also in my personal life. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that, too. I think, you know, I can see it in my own work, you know, just stepping out and bringing the tarot into this work. I'm like, well, there's a lot of people that are not going to like that. But yeah. it brings me so much joy. It's helping people. And it's a good example of following your own vibe and just being yourself. And it's hard in the beginning, because part of it is money, you really want to take every gig that comes your way, especially if money's tight. Some people money isn't tight. But if you're in that boat where you're the sole you know, breadwinner, or you've quit your job to try and keep this thing going or whatever it is, it can be really stressful. So you're kind of like, I should, I should take that I should do that. And if you, if you try to be everything to everyone, you end up being this sort of diluted kind of brand, I guess that yeah. that doesn't stand out. And I, I remember when we started niching down and really digging into some of the travel stuff, it was a big leap for you because you really had to remove a lot of stuff from your site. Yeah. And as you said, we still hadn't gotten to the the point of like, okay, this is my niche. And it is, I like that you said it's always a process because even my own business, like 12 years later, it's sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or maybe I'll start doing this, you know, and it's, yeah. it's always an iteration, but it's scary to repel people is, I guess, the point I'm trying to make. It's, whether it's a financial fear or just just as a human being, we don't want to be not liked, but we're not going to appeal to everybody. And if the more you can be uniquely yourself, the more people you will repel. But the people that you do attract are going to be like your diehard people. And those are the people you want. Those are the people you want to do referrals for you and to hire you over and over and you know, build a community around. So I like that you said that. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a big revelation, and I, as I said, it was empowering because every every now and then I remember this, and I like, yeah, I that's true. You know, like that's that's something that can really put a positive spin on this dilemma, and it's very helpful. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about kind of. Yeah, where you were, I know we, we kind of got into it, but and where you kind of are now, you know, maybe you can just like in kind of broad strokes, let people know what's going on. Yeah, so after we finished, I, well, I kind of just went on in the process that we started together. And one of the things that I really needed to work on was consistency. And as you say, uh, consistency is key. So I really had to just hammer it in for myself. So I started my blog, which I wanted to start for years. And I always put it off 
And I, I've stayed consistent with it, like every week coming up with an article. Even I, I try to, to do it in batches, but sometimes, I mean, things happen and I don't have the time, but I make sure that every Monday my blog post goes out. And then throughout the week, I have material to, to put on social media. And then on Friday, I put it in my newsletter, which again is, is a new practice that I started. Can I just jump in quick and just have you speak a little more about consistency? Mainly, like, I'm curious what your relationship with consistency is, because I like to say, and I teach all of my mentorees, I guess, the same thing that like being consistent is really what's going to over time help you get better at any skill or, you know, being a consistent parent, being a consistent language learner, whatever. It's it's truly what helps us progress. But I do remember saying to you that it's not always motivation and roses, that there's days where you're like, I have no interest in this. Yeah. I'm just curious how how that's felt for you when you have those weeks where you're like, I just want to quit and how it's felt to push through those weeks. Well, you just reminded me of um, of a quote that you told me about this. And I, I can't exactly quote it back to you now, but um, it was um, motivation isn't just the result of action, but it's also the cause of it. I am with you on this because I mess this one up all the time. <laughs> It's from Mark Manson's Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, but it's along the lines of like, action isn't just the result of motivation. Uh, <laughs> it's also the cause of it. So yes, exactly. and I love that quote, because it's just such a wonderful reminder that like, you might not feel like going for a run. But sometimes putting your shoes on and going for the run will make you more, feel more like running. You know, it's, it's a strange, yeah. strange thing. And also just remembering this, it really helps me start the work because usually I think for me, at least that's, that's the most difficult part to begin yeah. when I'm unmotivated. Like maybe I just need 10 minutes and I'm like in the flow, but if I can't get myself into that 10 minutes, then I might procrastinate for a couple of weeks and then things are just not happening. So Again, just having these these little reminders of how I can keep doing the things, even if I don't feel like doing it, or how to work with the inner critic, because that was also a big thing that like, when I just think I'm not good enough, or I'm not doing this right, just kind of allowing it to be there, but working through it nonetheless. Yeah. Those were the big things that helped me move through it. And then when I've been doing it for a couple of months, also looking back at it is something that helps me a lot. Like I look back and I think, huh, I, I was capable of doing it for this long. I'm not going to stop now. Yeah. And and then you you get consistency. <laughs> yeah. Well it's such a it's such a powerful lesson to learn about yourself that like I can do this. Yeah. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield is he talks all about this. It's just resistance. It's like we all have it. We all get real excited about something. And then that excitement wanes because our life is just, you know, in patterns and waves like that. And then the excitement will come back for most people. But it's in that period of like when it wanes, you know, if it's something really important to you, 
can you just sit down and make yourself do whatever it is, you know, the less insane the goal is, the more likely you are to prove to yourself that you can do it. You know, I've used this example many times, but I like my Spanish on Duolingo, I made a goal to do it two minutes every day. And that's like, no matter if I've been sick or traveling or I can always find two minutes. It's silly to think that you don't have it. And I've built this habit over, I, I'm actually on like an over three year streak, which is, you would think my Spanish <laughs> would be better, but, <laughs> it's, but it's a daily reminder. It's, it's such a powerful exercise, even if my Spanish is going slower than I'd like, because it's a reminder that by sticking with it, I am getting a little bit better day by day. And I think like exercise or like language, uh, maybe learning an instrument, those are good examples because you kind of make progress. And then if you don't work through that wall of resistance, you totally lose the momentum and you have to kind of go right back to the starting line. And that's where people tend to just give up or not, you know, want to do it because you have to, you really do have to backtrack and do everything all over again, whether it's getting back in shape or re-practicing certain sentence structures or learning that same scale over and over again on your instrument, you know, if you stick with it, you might not make major progress if you have just a reasonable goal, but you'll, you won't fall backwards, which I think is really the the big lesson there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Yay. So, I mean, everything looks fantastic and it's so fun for me because you know, where we start and where we end up and then watching people, you know, I'm so excited seeing your consistent emails come into my inbox, like, oh, another blog post, she's doing it. <laughs> what sort of, I guess, in like a, you know, succinct kind of way, like what, where are you at now? Like, how are you feeling about things and, and compared to how you felt a year ago? I definitely feel a lot more confident and a lot more um, at peace with who I am and who my business or what my business is about. I've been reaching out to a lot of people. I've been making connections, meeting amazing business owners, other photographers. So it is kind of a snowball effect. And I like to see the progression of it. Uh, maybe in, in moments it not, it's not as uh, fast as I would like it to be. But I think there's a lot of value in that. Like, I, I just feel that in a couple of years, looking back at this period of my life, I will be really grateful to have stayed present in it because it's so exciting, like new opportunities, building something new. It's it's really uh, an exciting experience. And I'm happy to do this with my life. Ah, I'm so happy to hear that. It's great. And I, I'm really glad everything that you've brought up makes me very happy that because it's, you know, even just recognizing that is a snow snowball effect, that it's, yeah. it's momentum, the stuff we just talked about, but it's also recognizing that just like planting a tree or growing out your hair, it's not something that you're gonna every single day be like, wow, leaps and bounds, you might have a really good week or a really good month. But if you look back on a year or two of let's just say growing out your hair, you're going to notice, you're going to notice a lot of progress, but it's that day by day where I think it's easy to doubt yourself, easy to fall off track, all of those things. And, and I just really like that, that you found value in that because um, I think that's just such a hugely important part of the whole thing. Definitely. Definitely. Anything else you want to add? Oh, well, definitely it was 
what I learned with you, just like many, many parts of it keep following me in my life. But like I, I still have in my Kindle a, a folder with Natalie's recommendations. <laughs> so I'm just going through the books one by one. But also just having built um, a series of habits into my life that we started together last year. And now they are just kind of automatic, you know, like things that I, I wouldn't do my week without so I'm very grateful for that and I'm so excited to have come this far and I'm so happy that I I looked back at at the program because now I just have that as a as a touchstone that I can come back to it every six months and see ah I've come this far since last time and I've done this since the last time I checked so it's it's uh, there's so much value in it even to this day and going forward as well for sure that's awesome i'm curious also so uh the greenhouse if you're new to this whole conversation is an eight week one-on-one with me so it's pretty intensive we got to know each other pretty well i mean we're meeting twice a week you know it's a lot of one-on-one time which i think is really not only my favorite way to do things but i think that's where you really get a lot of growth, but I'm just curious how it was for you. Like what was your experience having such an intense program and what maybe even what was challenging about it, like what you didn't like or some of the bigger obstacles you bumped up against? Well, um, I liked how intensive it was. And I think it was in a good moment in my life, at least when we started, because it was um, low season in my work and I had the time to dedicate to it. So then when things started picking up, we were really deep into it. So there was no, I wasn't going to abandon any of the activities or things like that. And I think also for me, it was better to do it like this because I've spent years before contemplating what I should do and trying some things and then not doing it and like getting into something with a lot of enthusiasm and uh, having done it in a short amount of time with so much to work through really helped me just like completely focusing on it. So I was really present and I didn't want to waste any, any sessions that we had together or any workbooks that I was doing. So I was just really my life for those two months were about this. And I had other things to do as well, for sure. But it really helped me just, I guess, arrive to a clarity within myself because of the intensity of it. And um, also, I think the way that it's built, it's really easy to revisit and just go through the things again, maybe weeks after or months after. So for me, it worked really well. And yeah, the only thing I found challenging was maybe juggling my other responsibilities, but I think it was necessary for me to be so focused. And also knowing that it was two months, it didn't seem undoable at all. Yeah, it's back to that old thing about, you know, I've ex- I've talked about this in the podcast with my own experience in coaching programs and stuff, but it it's that thing about like when you invest a fair amount of money and you know that there's another person on the other end of it that's holding you accountable like yeah. very seriously like twice a week. I remember telling you too like you know, you were 
super excited as everyone is in the beginning and you hit maybe like week four or five and there's just like, oh gosh, this is a lot. But <laughs> it's that in, it's like really, truly that investment in yourself, financial, time-wise, all of it that like, that I think separates getting the incredible amount of stuff you got done and still continue to do actually done from the sort of common approach we have where we like sign up for a course and maybe you have like a group call, but like where it's just a lot of people don't finish because they're not, they're not being kind of pushed through it. And I think um, for myself, part of the reason I designed it this way is because it was something I needed. You know, they always say like, you sort of like create what, what you want uh, to see in the world. But I mean, I, I really appreciate that feedback because I feel very strongly about like customized one-on-one -on -one support. Cause I think that that's yeah. what separates people from, you know, the people that get stuff done and progress from the people that don't always see it through. Definitely. And there was absolutely a part of me after the greenhouse that was thinking that I don't want to let you down. <laughs> you, <know>? <laughs> <laughs> so you invested all this time in me and we worked on this together. So it's, it helped me stay consistent. You know, even when I'm sending out my newsletters, I'm thinking, so Natalie will see that I'm still doing it. <laughs> it helps. It really helps a lot. And I, I do honestly feel like, personally accountable you know which is hugely important i think especially in a business like this when we do most of the work ourselves you know so i think that's that's like a, a huge gift of this program that i can just feel like i'm accountable to you to do the work for myself at the end of the day but you're there and you're listening yeah. Oh, well, I really appreciate that. And I know the feeling myself, like I said, with my own coaches, it's it's really a powerful thing. And I don't want to end this because we, we like, so one <laughs> of the things I was thinking about when you were describing that is like, when you're meeting twice a week, one on one, for eight weeks, I remember when it was over, we were both like, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. And Absolutely. It was a bit of a, a shock, like yeah, all of a sudden coming to a halt. So like even that feeling, you know, just keeping the momentum going and like now having you in my life because I follow your your work online, you know, it's it's a really nice all around experience. Cool. Well, speaking of online, please let folks know where they can connect with you on social. And, you know, we'll have all of your stuff in the show notes, but just just in case people aren't looking at those. Definitely. So um, my Instagram handle is Lights of Sidonia. And um, my website now has... You want to spell that out for folks? Oh, sure. I'll give it a go. <laughs> so it's um, L-I-G-H-T, Light. Uh, no, sorry, that's plural. L i g h t s of o f s i d o n i a. I think so. My name Light, is quite long, so Light of Sidonia. <laughs> and yes. again, it's linked. Yeah, linked in the the show notes. Yes, and my website. Well, it links both from my name. And from my business name, and I'm just going to go with the business name because that's much easier to spell. So travelexposurephotography.com. Amazing. So that's travelexposurephotography.com. 
Amazing. I love it. I love watching everything you're doing. And it's so it's just it really is a joy for me because you've done so much hard work and it's really paying off and and you can really tell. And as you said, it's a process, but I can I can really see a big, big shift for you. And it's it's great. And this is so fun to to catch up with you again. Definitely. Thank you so much. That's great to hear the feedback, you know, and it's been so great to be back here with you. It was an amazing experience. Well, thank you. How long are you in Costa Rica? So in total, I'm here for a month and a half. But at the end of this month, I'm going back to visit my family in Transylvania. And I feel that I need a bit of rest. You know, I've been on the road for a while now, so it's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, Costa Rica for a month and a half. That's I'm like looking out the window and it's just this gross, snowy, slushy, gray. And actually, I usually in you know, I usually go away for a good part of the winter and obviously with Isla being sick and then passing like I I was here with her, but normally I do not I do not stay for this part and it's like yeah. every time I talk to someone that's somewhere beautiful and warm, I'm I'm so I'm so glad that you, that someone's enjoying the weather. (laughs) That's so, so well put. And I understand. I completely understand you. (laughs) Well, thank you again. It was really great to catch up. And it's fun to do these interviews, these follow-up interviews, because we didn't talk ahead of time. So I had no idea what you were going to say. And and it's just, it's very, um, it's just very uh, touching and heartwarming to see that like, people are really finding clarity and just because it just feels good. It feels good for me, but it feels good to, to get clear on stuff. I think that space when you were doing the Camino is, is a beautiful space because there's all this creative potential, but sitting in that too long can start to feel just, it's like a restlessness. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you've created a lot of value with both with the podcast and, and with the program. So I'm, super grateful for that and i'm happy that you can see things working out in people's lives you know because you're changing them well thank you that's that's very kind of you and we'll connect again let's uh do this again in in a while and see see how things are going definitely i'd love to well safe travels thank you thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in If you're interested in hearing more about The Greenhouse, or if you want to hear from another past student, episode 337 with Amy Cayley is a great one to go to next if you're you're really feeling this vibe and considering working with me. If you're sold or you really just want to get an application in the process, go to photobizhelp.com or photobusinesshelp.com forward slash The Greenhouse. The doors are going to be open for the next little bit and then they close. So there's this little window of, I think, three weeks where you can apply. Once you apply, you'll get a chance to sign up for a call with me and we can chat about if you're a good fit. I will not uh, accept folks that maybe aren't ready or are doing something that I might not be able to help with. So I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste your money. But if you're really dedicated to taking your business to the next level and you're feeling that same kind of thing Sidonia was where you're just you want to do photography, but you need some extra help, the greenhouse is going to be a really great fit for you. So head over to photobusinesshelp.com forward slash the greenhouse to put in your application. And I hope to hear from you soon. 
You've heard me talk about pick time before, but don't skip past this. This is big news from pick time. It's a game changer. I am so excited about this. This is going to change my business for sure. Pick time is now offering blogs. Yeah, blogs. What does that mean? You can go directly to your gallery. So let's say you have a beautiful mini session gallery that you've already shared with your clients that's already connected to your awesome store where they can buy stuff. And you can just, with like the click of two buttons, make all of those photos in that gallery into a beautiful blog post. Not only that, you can get a link to that blog post, which takes people to pick time, or this is my favorite part, you can get an embed code. You can literally create this in seconds and embed it on your own website so that you can get the SEO traffic if you want to. But if you wanted to just make a quick blog post for say a wedding client to look through or a really easy way to tell a story, there's so many cool features with this. It is the newest product from PickTime and it is going to change the game. You don't need to upload images twice. This is optimized for SEO. There's tons of customizable color palettes, font collections, photo grids and multiple layouts. So if you want your blog to look a certain way, you can do that. There's slideshows. You can allow videos or GIFs, all that stuff. You can embed directly into the blog post. It's amazing. This feature is coming soon in February. As of this recording, which is February 2nd, it should be well on its way. If you are not a paid member of PickTime and you would like to take part in this when all of this launches in the next few days, Go to PickTime, and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, that's PHOTOBIZHELP, to get one month free. So this is like the best thing ever. You can try it for a month, keep paying if you want to, and that's it. It's a great deal. I swear this is going to change everything, and it's going to save people so much time. So head over to PickTime, and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP for one month free free and enjoy this new blog feature. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year.